Welcome to the Hallmark Cafe. I'm Michael. And I'm Diane. Come on in. Your table is ready. Well, it's another Merry Christmas Day here in the cafe. Yes, just after Thanksgiving, so hopefully people aren't too full of turkey to listen to a podcast. That's pleasant. Especially this one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it, I think. Anyway, we're glad to be here and glad to talk about another uh, main course and dessert. That's what we do here at the Hallmark Cafe. So what made the menu this time? Well, we're going to go back a little ways because we've had an onslaught an on, a virtual onslaught of movies oh, yeah. over the last yeah. few weeks. And uh, this one, uh, we, we pulled one from last week and one from this past week. Well, I also... Week before. Yeah, I want to point out that people may think we have forgotten about Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. No. But we watch all the Hallmark movies on the channels, and we have been watching Hallmark Movies and Mysteries as well. And that's what the two movies we're going to talk about today, yes. that's where they come Pulling from. Pulling them together from two different weeks. Yeah. And these two made the menu. So, Michael, what's the main course for today? Well, a world record Christmas is the main I like course. That movie. This is really a really cool movie. Very ambitious. Yeah. And uh, tell me some ingredients. Well, we've got start. director Jason Bork, uh, writers uh, Mark Hefty from a story by Antonio Cupo. And Antonio Cupo is an actor, also producer. You've seen him. Right. Uh, he was in Guiding Emily, as a matter of fact. He was in. Uh, he started. He was one of the stars. Oh, of that that's movie. right. Yeah. He was good in that too. Yeah, he's a good good actor, but he's also turned into quite a good producer. So he did uh, also produce this movie. The composers are Jordan Klassen and Taylor Swindells. We've heard those names uh, before, right. and I have found out that I think they actually own Track Taylors. So oh, that was really <laughs> interesting. Okay. Uh, right. Cinematographer Justin Sebastian and the editor Kelly Heron. So those are the main folks working on this movie. All right. Uh, well, let me, uh, before we talk about it too much, I'll give you the uh, recipe. One of our favorites, Nikki Deloche, plays Marissa, who's the mom of Charlie, who's played by Ayas Dalman, a young boy with autism and a gift for stacking and a gift for just about everything else, it appears. Cause Very bright fabulous. kid. Yeah. So Marissa's married to Eric, who is Charlie's stepdad, and um, that Eric's played by Lucas Bryant. I love Lucas Bryant. He's not in a lot of Hallmark movies. Though. No, but he's, boy, he's really, he's really good, good in this one. Uh, so it's a week before Christmas, and they're and all through the town. No, <laughs> and their hometown of Brooksville is going to attempt to set the world record for wrapping presents. Uh, and they're, they, they're, it's very official, the Guinness Book of World Records. They've got that judge coming. I guess it's a big process. I've never big, yeah. tried to break a record. No, myself. and in this yeah. movie, you find out something about how, uh, how that's know. done. I so, know. Yeah. I don't know if we could ever break a record, maybe. We have some records we could break. I've got some records in the other room. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. No, you can't break it. So uh, they, they're even going to be in front of the judge from the committee. And uh, Charlie decides that he wants to break a record as well. And he ha kind of has a, an ulterior motive because he, he's not really just looking for the fame of it all. That doesn't really seem to signify. Right. But what he wants is attention from his bio dad, who I guess kind of left the scene quite some time ago yeah. and uh, n never uh, calls, never... He's, he's an absentee dad, the worst kind. So he thinks that if he breaks this record, maybe somehow it will... Um, you know, his dad will notice and give him the time of day. Yeah, it's which it's, is very sad. It's, it's very sad. It's part powerful. Of the story. It is. Yeah. You know, 
So Charlie decides, he hasn't decided, at first he doesn't know what he's going to do to break the record, he just wants to break a record. So uh, he decides finally that he's so good at stacking things right. that he decides he's going to uh, break the world record for stacking Jenga blocks. Right. But not just stacking Jenga blocks. This is this blows my mind. I right. don't even know if this is possible. Right. He's going to stand one Gen- Jenga block on its on its end vertically, yeah. and then stack over a thousand on top of it. Yep, that's I don't what he's going to do. <laughs> I, I I'm tempted to go get some Jenga blocks, but I'm wondering if they make large size, so maybe that. Uh, would no, it's work. hard to believe that you can I, do this. I don't I even mean, think it's not, but it is possible because yeah. he did he, it. Yeah. Well, this is based on a true story, right? You know, so. Um, this is, uh, what was his name? Alden Maxwell, right? Alden Maxwell. I'll just tell you a little bit how how this came about. Uh, Antonio Cupo and Jason Bork, the director, wanted to make a movie called A World Record Christmas. They liked the title, had no idea what it was going to be about. And they searched around, they looked for stories, and they found the story of Alden Maxwell, who was going to break the uh, Guinness Book of World Records on stacking Jenga blocks. Yeah. And they thought, well, that'll make a good movie. And sure enough, that's what they they based the story of this on. So, And and, uh, Alden Maxwell's from Salmon Arm, British Columbia, a town I've actually been to. Yeah. And a beautiful place. Uh, He actually... he did break the record. Yeah. So the now the B stories in this movie are, are very powerful. Yes. They, you know, there's there's Charlie being abandoned by his dad and how he deals with that. There's Charlie obviously being artistic. He has there's a lot of things that come up in this movie that are very powerful. Yes. Things that I didn't know that I've heard of or that I've read about, yeah, but yeah. to actually see an incredible actor who, who is autistic. Yes. Actually uh, I mean, we'll we'll talk about this in a minute. Let right. me let me go on. So, uh, then there's the the story of um, Eric wants to he wants to have a baby with Marissa, and he wants to have a bigger family. Right. And Marissa is very busy. She works for uh, an attorney. I don't know if she is a par- paralegal, but she she works at a, right. for an attorney. Of course, and Eric actually works at the library, which I think is cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, she but she's not, uh, you know, she's not thinking that way. She's so, not. But got, she's not getting it. the signals. And here's Eric. You know, yeah. he's a he's a good dad. He's a good husband. He's not pushing real hard. You know, well, he just but he, he kind of wants it. So that's he story. is a, an amazing stepfather um, to Charlie. Yeah, in this movie, he's more like a dad than it's a stepdad, just a great which stepdads everywhere are dads. But. A great portrayal of a good stepfather. You know, yeah, and uh, a good father. He's great with Charlie. You're right. He's great with yeah. Charlie. Uh, and his performance, he just wins you over. Yeah, that's true. In this movie. And well, he also is waiting for the day, waiting patiently for the day when Charlie will call him dad. Yes. Because he calls him Eric. So exactly. He's just waiting. He's so. waiting for that. But uh, again, he doesn't push. He's just waiting. No, he's, he's, that's what I'm saying. He's an so amazing example. We'll have to watch the movie to yeah. see what happens with that one. Uh, and then also, you know, Charlie's dealing with growing up. He's a young boy. He has a, a, a friend, uh, a girl, young girl who is excellent she's uh uh their best friends but he has a little kind of a crush on her and so if, when she starts talking about another boy that's kind of been texting he he doesn't handle it very well uh or he's trying but it's hard for him right uh, so i mean a he's young and b he's a boy and he's young so, right and he's you know, dealing with whether the, he's autistic or not yeah. that's a hard one for a young boy to right to so all of those so. things put together it's, yeah. it's difficult so so but the uh you know this this movie has just great dialogue i think it, it's very ambitious i mean nikki deloche loves playing these kind of deep characters that um get into more uh issues that aren't just of the heart you know right i mean so. th- this is 
she picks these kind of projects and she really excels in taking risks with these movies. Yeah. And she's, she's if you're going to say, you know, she's the queen of doing this at Hallmark, she is. I mean, she she really, and she's fantastic in this movie. She's such a natural yeah. actor. Yeah. She really is. And the, this movie is, you know, it could have gone really modeling, it could have gone over the top, and it really didn't. It was very real, had some wonderful moments of conversation. Right. And it has a great payoff at the end. Um, the... Uh, you know, I did want to mention one of my favorite scenes was the candle pin bowling because Nika Deloach, is, I mean, she's pretty good at it if that's her bowling because right. <laughs> she actually did really well. Now, a lot of people don't know what candle pin bowling right. is. Everybody knows 10 pin and everything. And, and, but candle pin, where I come from in New England, that was a big deal. Right. Um, my dad was actually on a circuit. He was actually that good. He, was a, he won a few trophies. And uh, my mom and he, you know, they bowled all the time. They, had, they were in the league. And... Uh, I was, I must have been, I don't know, between, you know, five and seven, maybe three and seven, somewhere in there. And I remember I got stuck in the nursery while they bowled. I didn't like that. Right. And, it, you know, the kind of bowling my folks went to when I was a kid were the giant bowling balls, you know, the ones Tenten. that everybody yeah. knows. But the candle pin appeals to me. It looks like it, you wouldn't like oh, it's fun. You know, hurt your back doing it. I know. That. It's fun. It's really actually a lot more about skill and yeah, angles. It looks like it is. And yeah. speed and yeah. spin. And yeah. and uh, then the 10 pin to me, it's, yeah, you got to hit a pocket, but it's a pretty, pretty big ball. So yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to. Kind of interesting. You have to be really bad like I am to miss it. So things. they started with candle pin and they said, I can't do this. So let's, hey, let's make the ball no. bigger. Why is the ball? <laughs> so that's what know. they did. So, so the, uh, um, I think. I think my favorite thing about this is that I learned a lot and it, yes. without it feeling like I was learning a lot, you know, right. it kind of opened you up a little bit and it, you know, there is a place on Hallmark or, or Hallmark movies and mysteries, whichever for movies like this that take a subject and really dive into it. It doesn't right. all have to be rom-com. These are material. the, it's interesting when I was watching this, it reminded me of the kind of uh, school break specials I used to produce where we would take a subject that affected, yeah, that's right. that affected teens in some way and we would, we would explore it. Sometimes difficult subjects. This would have been an incredible. After this it special. kind of reminded me. This could have been one of the movies we would made years ago. Yeah. It was always more from the teens' perspective. But in this yeah. movie, the parents are. In, you know, there's a story for the parents too. But it really did highlight the teens' perspective. Yeah. You really got a feeling for what this kid was going through. You know, well, I really liked uh, that. My one of my favorite scenes is when he's stacking the books for the Christmas tree, and he's his attention is diverted for a moment, and when he looks back, you know, his well-meaning adult friends have. <laughs> Have stacked some more books. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> not that no, way. that no, that's not going to work. No, but, you <laughs> know, really and you crazy. see the struggles that that the parents, you know, that the, his parents have with his, you know, with his autism. But the other, at the same time, you see the incredible patience and understanding of you know what's going on with him. I thought that was very well portrayed, yeah. and I thought of how challenging it is for for parents. We're not parents, and it's. You know, it's hard to imagine what that would be like. But we're this, each other's parents. Yeah, but this <laughs> don't move, do that. This <laughs> this movie really <laughs> really shows um, what good parents <laughs> can do in a situation yeah. like that. And 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 but also there's frustration, there's difficulties. But the the performances by Ayas uh, uh, was amazing. Yeah, he. Well, here's the thing. A little bit about him and the, that kid. If you look him up, he is an absolute genius. He's already written. You know screenplays for movies he's he's already had some of his, his work in film festivals and this kid That's as you amazing. can see he's a young kid so uh very amazing person well the genius of of someone who is autistic and 
playing the role of somebody who is autistic, that's a whole different kind of a, of a to me, a mental exercise that I, I have no idea have how no he idea. does that. Because he has to immerse himself enough to be able to display the behavior without displaying the behavior himself. You know what I mean? It's like I have he no has, idea to, how he he has to actually observe himself of what he would go through in a situation and then bring it to the screen. I'd go as far That's genius. I'd go as far to say it, it is the performance of the year on Hallmark. I think so. This kid. I, really I mean do. he just is amazing. You have to see the movie Top for that. Five. Top you know, five. you might think, oh I don't want to see a movie about this that you know it's Christmas time. I don't want to see a movie about like that. No, this like is, that. This, this is, is one of the most movie. inspiring Christmas movies really you're is. going to see. Yeah. And I really, really you know I just stand by that. And how the community comes together and everything. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about some of the, the locations. There's a location in this movie the, the where the contest takes place and a lot of other shots they show are it was uh, a lot of it was photographed at Krausberry farms which, Krausberry. which is in langley township a place we've been to many times right um and it's a beautiful place where they you know they grow their own berries and we've been there at different times yeah, of the year too yeah. it's at really fun yeah it's a great place to go i think in the off season they're only open on weekends but or maybe Thursday, Friday, But in the summertime when they've got the fresh berries and everything. Yeah, yeah. the blackberries there oh, are man. out of this world. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're huge, they're sweet, they're delicious. And then the pie freezer. I mean, along, the when you walk freezer. in and you yeah. see the pie freezer. It's about eight city blocks yeah. long and yeah. stacked 10 feet high. It's, it's it, just amazing. amazing stuff. And they do have, we know, we, we, have a, we follow a plant-based diet, so they do have some products for us, and they have gluten-free products. I, this place is complete. Yeah, they have everything. And it's really very well managed. You, you kind of go through a line of, it's kind of like it's an... It's like I- an amusement park. No, it's, no, it's like an Ikea. You're kind oh, yeah. of going through <laughs> to, to all the different departments, to, you, know, the, you know, jams and pies and stuff. But uh, a lot of the, you'll see the interior of this place in this movie. And of course, yeah. the exterior is used extensively. Yeah. You can always tell in the Hallmark movie, you see those blue buildings. The blue buildings. It's Crossbury Farm. It's been used dozens of times yeah, in Hallmark movies. So it's, uh, yeah, that's a great place to visit yeah, if you ever yeah. get up to Langley Township. Yeah. yeah. So. I want to say one more thing. We did get a chance to meet Nikki DeLoach a few years ago at the Christmas Land event out in California. Right. She yeah. was very, very nice. Remember, you know, we were going to take a picture of us with her, and, and at the last second, she got called away to something. She says, I'll be back. And we thought, well. And she did. She yep. came back. She came back and found she us. She didn't forget us. She's just yeah, a she's really, really, nice. really yep. cool, wonderful person. Yep. And uh, I don't know that there's any Hallmark actor we've ever seen that is not really super nice i have not no it's so, true we've I mean, it's pretty yeah, pretty it, so it's pretty cool but i just from personally i just really thought she was a wonderful person and and her hum, humanity comes across in this movie uh again the performances are the three of the leads are some of the best performances you'll see this year on hallmark uh, uh but you know i i say if you have hallmark movies in mystery don't miss this movie yeah so we'll be right back with dessert I'm Sharon Taylor and if you love the Hallmark movie, A Merry Scottish Christmas, then Taylor's Croft is the place for you. With a huge selection of authentic Celtic gifts and goods from Scotland, Ireland and the UK, here you can find Scottish kilts, accessories, bagpipes, clothing for women and for men, Harris tweed bags, food, candies, a complete Outlander section, Celtic jewellery and more. We are located in Grand Junction, Colorado and we ship anywhere in the US. Go to our website to order today at taylorscroft.com and tell us that you heard about us on the Hallmark Cafe. From my homeland to yours, cheerio for now. We've recorded two original Christmas songs on our two-song single, Christmas in Maine. There's snow on the beach. 
Of our Christmas songs are available on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and others to download or stream. Or visit thekillins.com to hear these songs and more of our music. Okay, we're back in the cafe for dessert. Dessert, dessert, dessert. And, and I don't know. I think I just want to go get some Scottish candy for dessert. I know. I know. Some British candy. <laughs> some UK candy. We can't say enough about Taylor's Crofts. It's a, it's a wonderful store if you go to, if you're I, able. I could listen to her all day. If you're in Grand Junction, it's a great store. But again, as we, as she said and we've said, you can order from any place in the U.S. And That's right. I'll tell you what I want, though. I just, I just, I've seen some of the clothing that she has there. Right. It's just beautiful tartan clothing. It's just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She has handbags that are beautiful. They're just beautiful. And the Outlander section. Yeah. Um, well. And, uh, you know, and she'll, you know. We should go over I, there. And this we'll, is a time. I might actually get a kilt at some point here because oh, I think yeah, I'm ready for a kilt. True. They got sporans. So, they've got, uh, got the the, all the, the jackets that yeah. they. You know, Sharon's from a part of Scotland, not far from where I'm from. But uh, she came over a lot later, so she's got quite an she's accent, as you can hear. That's accent. a real Scottish accent. I'm going <laughs> to go study with her so I can have a Scottish accent. Cause yeah, it's really so, so we're really, again, grateful for... for uh, her for sponsoring, being the first sponsor of our podcast. It just makes cool. sense that we'd have a Scottish sponsor. So, so. please, uh, you know, go online, go order some of her stuff, because you'll love it. All right, well, let's get on with dessert. So we picked, this week for dessert, we picked My Christmas Guide. Which uh, I'm excited about because we I love pairing these two movies because they're both very important topics, and yet this one this one is more of a romance than uh, world record yes. Christmas. Uh, this one is a, a true romance, but there's some other little things in it that make it really fun. Right. Well, let me tell you the ingredients here. We've got uh, director Max McGuire, writer Keith Hemstreet, producer Terry Lee Gerhard, uh, composer Russ Howard III. Cinematographer Juan Montalvo, and this movie is a Johnson production. And tell us where where was it uh, filmed? It was in Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah, St. John's. And, yeah, St. John's. Yeah. And uh, boy, because I grew up on the east coast of Maine, so uh, there's only one coast of Maine actually. <laughs> but I, I've been I, to the west coast of Maine. Two things. I've been to the east. I've lived on the. Yeah, I grew up on the east coast. <laughs> And I grew up in Maine. There you go. Uh, so uh, and let me give you the recipe in this one. Uh, we've got Amber Marshall, and Amber Marshall, super actress. Oh, yeah. We've watched her for over a decade on Heartland, which it's just it's exciting to see her. This is her first actual Hallmark movie, I believe. Yes, and it is, actually. She, she, doesn't do, she doesn't do much else but Heartland, because that takes up most of her time. She's one of the producers of the show, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we were lucky to be in an episode of Heartland as, as a fan. Way at the rodeo, background, way you, back. if you know what you're looking for, you might see us you in the stands. Us. Yeah, what we went it? to a big fan day, and we were in uh, season ten, episode twelve. Oh, that's what it was. The okay. sound of silence. Yeah. It was a very so, sad episode. A sad episode. But Amber is such a natural actress, well, and she loves animals. And she actually she was from Ontario, but she uh, once she got on Heartland, she. Uh, as soon as she could, she bought a, a big ranch out there, right. and, and she's lived there ever since. Right. And so. the other thing, my memory of her during that day was that she was on horseback, talking to us all in between scenes. She wasn't even in the scene. Yeah, she wasn't even in the we scene. Were, that we're, we were watching. It was with Sean Johnson. But uh, she's explaining everything and making sure everybody's good. You know, She's just a really great person, I think. Yeah, so. I think so. So it's, it's nice to see her... Uh, 
in in a movie like this because you get yeah. to see a different side and of her. And she's really acting. great she's in it. She's got some she's got some jobs. So she's Peyton and she owns uh, something called the Best Friend Guide Dogs. It's a her own company where she raises and trains guide dogs for people who have impaired or no vision. Right. So her longtime boyfriend uh, is taking off for Florida. He's a piece of work. Uh, just in time to miss her company's Christmas party and also, coincidentally, meeting her dad, who is coming to visit for the first time. Well, no, he's not coming to visit for the first time. The boyfriend hasn't met him, so right. the first time. Th- that's, that's an interesting part in itself. But uh, Trevor uh, is played by Ben Mall, and he's a literature professor at a local college who's lost his sight. Uh, he seems pretty competent with his guide stick, you know, the, the, right. the white the stick that he uses. Uh, but one day, his daughter, uh, he's picking his daughter up from school, and his daughter Annie, who's played by Ava Weiss, and she sees Peyton walking one of the guide dogs across the street and decides, oh, my father needs a guide dog. So she, it's her mission now. Well, She's the, on a mission. Especially, he's the professor at college, and they're cons- doing some construction at college, and so they've changed things around, and he accidentally and walks into... And scaffolding with poles at head level. Oh, Who does that? This really hurts just watching the site oh where he hits, hits his head on so. this, but it changes, you know, he's not used to where everything right, is, and right. he, and that's that's a problem for him. So. And the, the dean of the school wants to just, like, lay him off for a while. For like, yeah. And, what, and, until the construction's you know, done? That's weird. Yeah. So Peyton sees him and his daughter on the steps as well, and so she comes back by to the school and drops off a pamphlet for the girl right and uh for annie and annie gets it and she she talks her father especially after his run-in with the scaffolding uh, talks him into going to at least talk to her about you know to find out more about it so trevor and annie go to the best friend guide dogs and meet with peyton and uh, then the rest is history Right. <laughs> the rest is history. And, you know, we won't tell you much about this movie. It's a good movie. It, it has a feel almost as if it's like an independent uh, yeah, yeah. feature. You know, it's it's a little different than a lot of the, the Hallmark movies you might see. Um, it The, the location's incredible it's because serious, it know. really is winter there. There's one scene, my favorite scene, where they sit on a park bench looking out at the bay, and it's all frozen, chopped ice. Frozen I mean, tundra. It's like uh, amazing. Uh, it's just really authentic, and if you really want to get a feel for certainly at least winter and Christmas, this is the movie for you. That's true. It so, really does do that. You know, in the story, Peyton starts training Trevor. I thought it was pretty funny. He said, well, I thought the dogs were trained. <laughs> said, I'm not training the dogs. I'm training you. Yeah, that's right. So they have a really good uh, rapport, a really good um, chemistry, I thought. Uh, it it's not a rom-com, you know. This is a no. this is actually more of a drama. But there is humor in and, it. But yeah. yes, there are very likable characters. Yeah, you know, the actors are likable, the characters are likable. And so. Oliver, the dog, I think that's his name. Yeah, he's and good. He's he's good. He's, he's, he's a good guide dog. Good guide dog. Yeah, yeah. The uh, there's no human voice coming from the dog this time. Unlike either. the guiding Emily guiding movie, Emily, yeah, which yeah. was funny and it worked. It but was clever. But this one, not that kind of movie. You know. You, yeah. You want to kind of know that the dog knows his job. Yeah, and and Ben, the actor, he's he's legally blind, so he is working. He has a uh, Stargard's disease, I think, is how they say. Yeah. So uh, and uh, he he's an amazing actor. He's been <laughs> really in amazing. lots of different on on different networks, right. and he's also an acting teacher in New York City. So he's uh, he's the real deal. Yeah. So that's pretty cool about this movie. It's just a really likable movie. With it's a kind of movie that kind of draws you in. You know, it's not flashy. Um, it just kind of pulls you in, and yeah. you just kind of yeah. get lost in it. I, Different I kind liked of a it color temperature. Very much. Yeah, man, it was cold there. I bet when they oh, were shooting yeah. that. I can't even. Well, I think they shot it in March. 
But I can't imagine. We've seen some of the behind-the-scenes photos, and they're all like bundled up in parkas and <laughs> I know. down things. I know. And they look so happy. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. Well, I think they were happy about telling the story. And it was great that Hallmark uh, picked up, picked the story up I and, think so and too. Tried to, yeah. decided to tell this story. Yeah. So I'm, I'm But everything thrilled. was good. The, the DP was good in this. The directing Everybody, was good yeah, in this. Yeah. The dialogue was yeah. good. Oh, and I just want to say that a- Ava Weiss was excellent as the young girl, yes. the daughter. And I, it makes me think that, I think in this year's crop of movies in particular, the kid actors, I, it's hard to call them kid actors because yeah, young you know, actors, they're young yeah. actors, but they are they have a really, really good crop of actors this year. Absolutely. And, and you know, and Hallmark's decided to have a lot of stories that feature young actors. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen quite a, a variety of, of the young actors. And they're, they're very impressive. So. Yeah. I mean, and they're not going for the obvious sort of, I don't know, kid snarky humor, not really, no, kind of thing. No, They're really no. making them like the kids you would ha- probably have at home. I know, and, and, <laughs> and it's also interesting because each movie, it you know, they're distinctive. Like I remember the kid from. Uh, holiday Hotline, you know, you, they, right. they're all playing different kinds of kids, you know, so uh, you're right. That, yeah. And she's really good in this movie. So yeah. I think there's only one thing I would send this uh, back to the kitchen for. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. At I the, the beginning of the movie, the titles go, things are going, you're seeing uh, uh, him pick up uh, the, the daughter the from opening school. Sequence, the opening sequence, basically, yeah. Uh, and they're playing this song called We Don't Have to Be Cold This Christmas, and it seems to go on forever. I mean, yeah, the I know. song I'm is just like, like the going song, on. Even through the dialogue. I like, mean, this know. song keeps going. And it know, has, so. it has uh, you know, uh, vocals. Yeah, this they're sing- this is singing, it's yeah. a vocal song. So, which bothers me, yeah. it's like, I know whenever we put things together, if you have... It's a, it's it's different if it's a song that's like a traditional song, you know, Jingle Bells right. or Harker, where because your brains kind of know the song anyway. Right. But for the most part, I don't know. I don't have a. Uh, for me, I don't want to have a vocal performance interrupt me when I'm trying to hear dialogue. Right. And again, it did go. I on think for the a song should have faded out. But I say this only because I'm not kind of trying to be critical of the song. I'm just trying to be let you know if you hear this and you think it's annoying you. Just stick with it. The song's going to go away. The movie gets <laughs> much better. It never comes back. It gets it's it it's just one of those moments where you know you have to just kind of let it go. And, and, and other than that, though, I thought the music was really good. It was oh, in yeah. the right spots. Yeah, and yeah. It was, Russ it was Howard effective. does great composing. Yeah, he does he does a lot of the he didn't movies write for that Johnson. Song that was in the opening. No, so. I don't know. Uh, I didn't look. No, but would the music supervisor pick that and stuck it in? Probably, yeah. Probably. But Russ Howard does a great job for. He does a lot of movies for Johnson, yeah, so he yeah. does a lot of uh, he yep. a lot of good scores. Oh. So uh, you know, it's it's a professionally made movie. Other than the part that we talked about, we didn't like, but it's very, very minor. And it may not bother anybody else. It may not bother anybody else either. I don't know. It just bothered me. But uh, I think that uh, if if you like uh, a good Christmas movie... Uh, With a good message. With a good message. This is one of those movies. Yeah, I think so too. So anyway, those are the two movies we wanted to bring to you on this episode. And of course, we're again excited about our new sponsor, Taylor's Mm -hmm. Croft. Uh, And of course, if you'd like to leave us a, a review on Apple Podcasts, we would really like that. Um, and uh, please like us on Instagram. Follow yep. us on Instagram mm-hmm. and like it because uh, you know it just really helps our our deal here if the, if the points go up. And uh, I think we might even have like a record breaking like three or four podcasts come out this week. I'm not sure. You think maybe a you world record breaking? World record breaking? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that. Get, a, get us out of here, Michael. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this edition of the Hallmark Cafe, where love is always on the menu. Hallmark Cafe is a copyrighted program produced by High Horse Productions. Our theme song was written and performed by Diane Killen, 
and the Hallmark Cafe illustration was created by Daniel Killen. Be sure to find Hallmark Cafe on Instagram and check out our Facebook group.